Here at Schedule for Launch, designing games kind of a huge deal. This week, join me, Zach Walsh, as I welcome back Weston, also known as Marigold, and welcome on Vivian for the first time. In this episode, we talk about a game jam that all three of us would love to see you in. We discuss design, managing expectations, working under a timeline, and goblins. Welcome to Schedule for Launch, a podcast to discover the projects that you may have missed. This week, I am incredibly excited to be talking to two phenomenal creators and people who I think are going to be really helping out the game designers that are looking to get started here. One of them returning. Thank you for joining me, Vivian and Wesson. Weston. Oh my gosh, I fumbled your name again. That's two episodes I've done that. Welcome back, though. How how have you been? Good, good. I've been doing, yeah, pretty well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. Thanks for thanks for having us. I'm excited to uh, get into it. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for joining us, Vivian. I know this is like a a wild setup for me because we're in three different time zones right now. Yeah, potty. <laughs> British summertime. It's <laughs> the night here. Yeah, it's uh, we're starting to hit evening for me, but we're doing good. So <laughs> we got time. So before we really hop into what we're going to be chatting about tonight, and everybody who's listening to this can actually see the title already, can I please get you both to tell us a little bit about yourselves? I can begin. I suppose. Uh, I'm Vivian. I am a game designer. I live in uh, the northwest of England. Uh, currently got three games out of my itch, which is uh, genderphage.itch.io, like mm-hmm. a, a little guy who eats gender. Uh, <laughs> um, I Fools on a Journey, uh, 13 Crossroads, and Hark the Beast, all of which are GM-less uh, storytelling games because I listen to a lot of friends at the table and play a lot of games <laughs> in Rock Plus Bond. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I've got a bunch of... Got those out. I do a bit of this, a bit of that. I'm currently working on a much bigger game, which I'm very excited, oh. and we've run some playtests for, um, which is a mm-hmm. hack of Heart, the City Beneath by oh. Grant Howard. A resistance okay, cool. system game, but uh, you know it's all still very much early days, so we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes. It's very cool. We'll have to keep me in touch for that because I'm super into the idea. Yeah, of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah, what happens if you take heart and you slam it headfirst into good society? Is the sort of uh-huh. elevator pitch? Okay. Yes. That's rad. Yep. It's all of both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, uh, yeah, um, I'm Weston uh, or Marigold. Um, both of those are my name. Um, and uh, you can find me at um, 
braverun.itch.io. Um, I've mm-hmm. got uh, three games up there that I wrote by myself, and one that I wrote with uh, a good friend, Cameron. Um, yeah, they are also all GMless games. <laughs> yeah, for similar reasons. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I've ran two game jams before. Um, this is uh-huh. the third and the first one that I've done with someone else, which is exciting and fun. Um, so, but that is basically me I guess I make a lot of stuff and it's just constantly (laughs) kind of coming out so I should probably start a newsletter at some point because people have no (laughs) idea what I'm doing but (laughs) I made a shirt and 25 people bought it and now it's not available anymore you know that kind of stuff I didn't know about that (laughs) right exactly that's what yeah I should find a way (laughs) I post about it on Twitter but that's about it so it's you know, so busy. That al- algorithm isn't very friendly. So no, it's <laughs> so outside <laughs> links. <laughs> so I need to figure out a different solution. Longtime listeners of Schedule for Launch will be familiar with Weston's name because you come up a lot, actually. A lot of people have been on this show. Oh. And like, I started making games <laughs> because of a game jam Weston ran. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, my first published game is because of a game jam Weston ran, too. and yeah actually we're here to talk about about and promote that game jam that's going to be happening in about five days from the original release of this episode it's going to be going live on may 1st right may 1st yeah yes perfect midnight (laughs) okay (laughs) to me i guess Uh, (laughs) mm-hmm and we're going to be talking about, well, I to me it was pitched as Mud, Gunk, and Dirt, a Goblin Game Jam. Yeah. What the, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> the full title, which is very important, okay. is Slurpy Steve and the Grinky Girls present Mud and Gunk and Dirt. <laughs> because we were just wondering, is it just crucial that this is not just a game of jam about goblins? It is for goblins. It is by goblins. It's just the vibe. We're like, what would they call it? And it was like, <laughs> Slurpy Steve and the Greek Girls present Mud and Gunk and Dirt. It just makes sense. Yeah. Really. <laughs> you know, just kind of obvious. And a lot of our initial inspiration for doing this thing came from uh, musically uh, inspired. Um, like little comics or even a meme. One was a meme. Uh, <laughs> we were just like, I, we've been talking about goblins a lot. Maybe we should just like do a jam. <laughs> That's kind of how that went. Yeah, there's one goblin and there was another goblin and suddenly goblins were here. And then Julia Fox happened. And so it's like goblins are in the air right now. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a goblin moon and a goblin, goblin moon. moon. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a game jam, which I know a lot of people who are listening to this will be familiar about. And the theme is 
obviously it's Goblin Game Jam. But for those who aren't really familiar with what a game jam is, could you give us a little description on what it is and how they work? Uh, yeah. Um, so a, a game jam, the way I ran them and the way we're do, approaching this one too is it's very simple. Um, the idea is uh, we have a prompt and a certain amount of time um, and you write a game for the prompt and you don't be a jerk about it. <laughs> you know, you try to leave out <laughs> all your bigotry and racism, <laughs> you know, address that yeah. internally, please. And don't put it in your game. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we've got three rules. Uh, <laughs> do you want to read those Vivian? You wrote them. <laughs> They're very important. Uh, number one. Be nasty. Be nasty as hell. Number two, don't be an asshole. Three, make something with slash four goblins. Then in the small text, this can include other nasty little guys, such as imps, grinks, kobolds, gremlins, metaphorical goblins, and so on. So, you know, it's... But generally, it's very vague. You know, like, historical goblins, game jams can involve stuff like judging and people, like, ranking the games and being like this one was mm-hmm. good which comes from mm-hmm. the most sort of video game uh development thing but uh yeah. this is just yeah. like well uh for tabletop games like it's a lot more like loose and like if someone writes an entire like 200 page rule book and someone else right does the like one page whatever it's always mm-hmm. a lot more like variable okay. yeah and so, yeah, like, it's basically just have a fun time and don't be a dick about it, which is just a good general <laughs> yeah. rule for life. Yeah, and it's a good yeah. excuse for people to make games, you know? Like, a lot of times, I mean, people might be thinking, like, oh, I'd like to make a game, but, like, what about? Or, um, I'll get to it eventually, you know, kind of a thing. And this is just, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of pressure, just a little bit of direction, to, um, you know, creates a small amount of urgency to actually make something and, and submit it. Yeah. Um, For those of us who thrive so, under a deadline. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, sad but true, I am one of those people. <laughs> I haven't written a game in so long, and then I was uh, sitting down to just try to think of, like, um, a pitch for a game just... Uh, you know, an outline, just an idea in case it came up during this podcast. Um, and I uh, ended up r- r- writing a lot. So I've got six pages um, so far, and it's wow. the whole, like, bones of the thing. <laughs> so it turns out I needed another little game jam to uh, start writing again, I guess. That's sweet. So Here's a quick question, too, because I know some people are going to be wondering about this as well. You two are going to be moderating this. Are you also writing and submitting? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes to both. Moderation is a strong word (laughs) for what we'll be doing. I I should see Um, setting this up. 
giving it some yeah. structure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we notice stuff that's like gross, we'll address it, but I don't yeah. actually expect that to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And then if people want to participate in like the community section, there's like a little forum part for game jams. Uh, they can do that. And I guess that's where moderation might come in. But honestly, yeah. it's just going to be like answering questions. Like, so can I submit this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I submit a game I already wrote? Yeah, it's fine. Is it, a, if, it's a, if it's about goblins or four goblins, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just a role-playing game about finding worms and naming them or something. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> that'd be fine. <laughs> this it's something that you stressed the last time you were on Weston was that when you run a game jam, you don't put as much pressure on on how things are written slash submitted for the game jams. So I'm guessing that's something that's following into this one where it's kind of like, hey, keep going with what you're working with and like you can still submit something you're already doing. Yeah, and it's like, you know, even something you've submitted to another jam you can submit here. I mean, like, and that that's fine. The, mm-hmm. the primary purpose for making these is um, to help give people um, an easy prompt to, to start making something. Um, but if you have a game that you're like, oh, this fits this perfectly and I want to submit it, like, we're not going to be mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another thing. And Vivian, you were telling me a little bit about this before we actually started. Can you two tell me the story of how this all kind of actually like the speed that this was set up and how, decisive oh. everything was <laughs> yeah go ahead vivian yeah uh-huh <laughs> because i heard a little bit about this i thought it was very good <laughs> so someone so this was from uh it's currently the 14th of april semester yes, is. is on the 8th of april i six days ago um <laughs> discussions were being had about Games that we were all writing about involving thoughts about like goblins, goblin moons, ghosts, assorted ghost jams that happened, which is, you know, one of the previous ones that Mary ran. And I said, I've actually been like, can't believe I don't have a goblin game, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> goblin jam, anyone? Uh, response from our friend Emily, who has been on the show, goblin that jam, goblin game. Uh, and then... Weston sort of replies, oh, wow. I would totally run a Goblin Jam if we want one. I reply, I've never run one down. I'd be down to co-run. Heck yeah, let's do it. 24 hours later, it's a thing. We've re- made, made most of it work. You have been messaged. The jam has begun. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. need a lot to do a game jam, really. <laughs> My message to talk about this. This jam came at 2.26 p.m. I was at work when I got a message from Weston. And I was like, oh, I'll get to that in a second. I didn't realize that this was like, I got this message while the game jam was being discussed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's kind of how I do things. (laughs) Just all at once. Speedy. Um, You gotta make it happen. Yeah. Once I want to do a thing and I'm excited about it, I just uh, keep doing it until it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, and then I uh, had um, some people in our Discord just give me a name and three adjectives for a goblin, and then uh, I took those and I, I drew the goblins you can see on the um, on on the jam page. They're so uh, And in the banner right there, you can you can see Slurpy Steve if you're curious. Yep. <laughs> He's a bit of a creep, but I love him. <laughs> the Grinkin girls remain unperceived, as they always were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, something, too, that I know a lot of new designers are going to be a little bit stressed out about is the idea of mm. writing something new for the first time under a time crunch. What is some advice you can give to people that are coming into this jam specifically? Because I know a lot of other jams are, I don't want to use the word nasty because you use that as like a fun and positive <laughs> thing, but they kind of sure. suck to people who yeah, haven't yeah. done a game jam before. About More competitive. Yeah, being competitive and under the time crunch. So what can you... Tell us about designing a game in that span. What advice can you give? I think it's really just sort of covered by Western was saying earlier, in that um, this is basically an excuse for everyone to just sort of like chat together about it. You know, it's not, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be very big. Like, yeah. you know, two, you know, a lot of one pages are a beautiful thing. Uh, there's yeah. a reason there's a bunch of Grant Howard one pages in our like little inspiration list. And which yeah. is like, mm -hmm. a lot of it is about, and you know, one of the sort of big emphasis on the game jam is that like, you want to make something that is a game, like is mm -hmm. a like, <laughs> like working thing, but um, is sort of that sort of uh, like, yeah, the sort of time pressure is sort of there as a sort of a helpful thing. It's not like, oh, we need to have this perfectly like play tested da -da 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 thing done as this. It's just really a, like, hey, you should do this. Come check it out. We're going to mm. try and do it in May. And also, like, if you don't finish it by the end of May, and then you finish it after, you've still written a game, which is sort of what the point is. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can still sort of upload it. And that's very much like... Yeah, it's yeah. just sort of creating that little community that sort of... If someone's wanting to write something for the first time, someone want to have a go at writing something, just have an excuse to, effectively. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there's even uh, at least one person who's been on your podcast um, who wrote a game for a jam uh, that I ran, um, submitted it way before it was done, then like unpublished it from their site so that when they did publish it, it would be, it would show up as being part of the jam. And that's yeah. fine. Like, that's a totally fine thing to mm -hmm. do. If you're like, I have an idea, but it's not polished enough. Or, like, I have the concept, and if I'm not making it for this jam, I know I won't finish it. Um, you can submit it, you know, and then just, uh, you know, make the, unpublish the, the page, which is a thing you can do. <laughs> it's just a checkbox. Um, and then people <laughs> can't actually find it or look at it. Um, but uh, okay. when you do finish submitting it, um, when you make it live again, uh, it'll be connected to the, to the jam. So that's that's totally fine. Um, just 
if we don't know you personally, just let us know maybe, we, or we might check mm -hmm. in with you to see <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> no, it's totally fair. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um honestly, I haven't had well, I'll say in the first game jam I ran, the um Ghost to Ghost, the the the, mm -hmm. the Ghost Game Jam. Um yeah. it was um kind of a it was it was the first one and it was generated from the role plus bond. Um uh, discord it most of the community just lived in that discord so um, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was a, a I guess it was a private game jam I can't remember what the actual term is for it but it was unlisted I guess is the term oh, okay. so like people couldn't just like find it on on itch so it was pretty much just our community doing that one mm -hmm. um, and then the second one I um, uh, was was more open um yeah. was completely open it was just small you know uh mm -hmm. but i had lots of people i didn't know submitting which was <laughs> which was a lot of fun so um the biggest challenge is um actually creating like discussion but it's i guess it's important if people need it or want it um but it's also it's not a requirement to engage with other people <laughs> for the jam <laughs> like if you don't want to talk to people you don't have to but you can ask questions, and I will. We will answer them uh, mm -hmm. for sure. If you need clarification, um, last the in my second game jam, I wasn't clear that it was for tabletop role playing games. So we got a few video games in there, and oh. I, you know, <laughs> so there's a there's a, some sad video games. If you want to go check out Once Upon a Blue Monday, <laughs> a sad game jam. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a, they are they are sad. Um, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting with this one. Um, I, I think we'll be putting a little bit more um, energy into uh, creating a place where people can engage. Um, yeah. And bounce ideas off each other if they want to. But again, it's not a requirement. If you've never posted mm -hmm. anything anywhere, you can still submit a game. Yeah, it's sort of the nice thing about itch in terms of size is that sort of it's sort of big enough that the sort of you do get plenty of people about, but it's sort of not too big and that there aren't like a billion game jams happening at once. And so like mm -hmm. it's the sort of thing which like you know this is also something I found some of the latest game that I released is that like a lot of my sort of incoming like traffic was coming from like people coming. From the like recently published games list, which like you know doesn't isn't like mm -hmm. constantly spinning around, mm -hmm. and so, um, mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people do just sort of like stumble across it. And like there's the thing in which like with a game jam, it's like well this is sort of a thing like a space for people to have fun, and it's like there's an extent to which you know we'll be like quote unquote promoting it on like Twitter and things, and like yes. posting it in assorted other yeah places. But yeah, it's just sort of like, we've sort of started off, we've sort of written up, we've got this like art that like we want people to have with sort of, it's effectively like 
creating that initial vibe is sort of mm. been the main mm-hmm. work of setting this down already. And then um, yeah, we have our sort of little list of inspiration, which is you know the sort of the pockets comics. <laughs> it's like this amazing comic artist <laughs> on Twitter who I've been obsessed with for ages. And then I'm just sort of yeah. been like, oh, here's some thoughts. Like here's some other games that have goblins. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I also forget that like a D&D has goblins. And so part of me is like, are we going to get D&D stuff? <laughs> but I was like, no, surely not. People don't play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, I don't know. We'll see. But I think like, it's sort of just being open to it. And if like people are asking questions and like being nice to them. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's my first one. I don't know how this works, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's just sort of making something that looks kind of fun. Being mm-hmm. intentionally very, like, open and being like, hi, yeah, come hang out. Ask a yeah. question. Read this little comic. Yeah. About some horrible little imps. <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty, pretty nasty. Something that I also very much appreciated about the Game Jam page is the direct call out to be mindful I I know that to some I'm trying to word that the Harry Potter goblins are bad. I'm there. Yeah. It's yeah, they're not good. <laughs> they're a very bad representation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and being mindful to not make those kinds of anti-Semitic caricatures. Mm-hmm. So just being mindful i'm really glad that that was placed right on the page just to keep it in people's heads because i think that when when i think of goblins maybe it's because i've played a lot of games with really chaotic goblins i think of these mischievous little things and then yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. other side of people are like oh they're they're money thieves with a certain look so Right. I'm glad we're. I'm really glad we're getting a bit of a lean into on the uh, grubby little monsters who are going to cover your car in dirt or something. I don't know. Right. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I came up with that when I was going through that little um, the inspiration list, in which mm-hmm. I was looking through all the Magic the Gathering cards about goblins. And I was just sort of noticing the sort of amount of, like, hooked noses that show up in the art there. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's sort of a thing. And, yeah, it was sort of another reason the goblins have been in the thing was because of the uh, Harry Potter game that was announced that has the, like, oh, goblins stealing wizarding children. And I I think it's just something that we've seen uh, yeah. a bit more discussion of lately in sort of, like, yeah. anti-Semitic roots within, like, a lot of, like, fantasy tropes. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's... There was the whole sort of thing about the, I can't remember the details of it, but it was like the idea of a lich and a phylactery being a like little, uh, but you know, very similar to the Jewish, uh, I can't remember the name for it, but the thingy, but I was saying this, something that's been on my mind a bit and just sort of count when I was doing that and I was like, maybe we should just include something saying this. Because it was like, again, I think, like, people don't think about it, is the thing. Yeah. And, you know, and it's also not right. saying that, like, oh, if you're anti-Semitic, don't be anti-Semitic here. It's sort of assuming that people aren't, and then being mm-hmm. like, this is 
something that can be lent into. And like, yeah. you know, with right. J.K. Rowling being kind of a shitty person who has like yep. shitty, has always had shit politics. Like before even uh-huh. she started thinking about, you know, yeah. the transsexual. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and it's like, there's, there's the big like Sean YouTube video that was like two hours long. It's a bit like, if you look at the books, you can see that it's like awful, like centrist, right-leaning liberal from the start and it like has all this anti-semitism and like all the mm-hmm. slaves uh, yeah should want to be slaves actually and you shouldn't actually bother them about being slaves um, yep. but yeah and it's just goblins are cool actually but just goblins like, are great <laughs> you know yeah have a thought be aware yeah mm. yeah i'm gonna self-call a, an old episode because we talked a lot about this there was an episode with a creator named Lilith, who is a Jewish creator. We had a very great discussion on some of those fantasy tropes and things like golems and um, goblins and really. So if like if you want to learn about that stuff, look up Blue JH on Twitter or anywhere. She'll answer like all your questions, especially about like those kinds of Jewish lore stuff. It's I learned so much from her in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Okay. So one of the big things too, with these things is that this is an invitational. That's this episode, especially too, is really aiming to get some people in who want to make a game and it's their first time. So obviously go out there and write the game, but what are some tips that you both can give people to kind of get started in their their writing? Yeah. Um, the biggest tips I, I have is, um, well, first of all, an easy way in is to write a, um, a, a hack of, of a game you already like. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for instance, it would be really easy um, maybe not really easy, but like easy to imagine somebody making um, a, a honey heist hack for this, or uh, you know, similarly a, a lasers and feelings, or <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a little good society mod, uh, <laughs> uh, something like that. Uh, you know, just taking something that that you're familiar with and um kind of putting a new theme a new lens on it maybe adding a new mechanic or two you know um and uh just doing that um and and then if if you aren't already part of a community that um you can bounce ideas off of we um want to be that um during this jam especially so if you have questions or um, have, if you want to post um, your uh, progress or, your, um, or if you're having trouble with a specific mechanic or idea, um, you can post that kind of stuff and um, we will at least engage with you and um, there's a good chance other people will too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also going to say starting with a hack is something that's, so one of the easiest ways to get started. 
I would say that I'm generally like it just be concise is often a really useful thing you know you sort of can if you have like sort of one big idea you'll be like oh well what is the thing that I like about mm. goblins mm-hmm. or like you sort of look at go through this pay this whole thing of like goblins and you're like well this one has a tie and a little briefcase and it's like <laughs> what would it be like if goblins did business and it was like, what's the sort of business here? Let's think, I want to do something about goblins and contracts. And you're like, maybe, often you can have like two concepts and it's just like, how does the interaction between them works? And um, this is more of a sort of general mm-hmm. game design thing, but it's generally like, if you're coming up with something new, either have like a new mechanic in which we're just like, okay, I've got this mechanic idea. I want to do this. For that, it can be like, think about, you know, why that mechanic is useful for the sort of story you want to tell. If you think about something like a hack of the quiet year, you know, that's very much telling Mm -hmm. a story through like a sort of variety of questions that maybe come in a certain order. If it's something like a for the queen hack, it's something that's very much about like getting in uh, through like connections and like relationships and think about, you know, is if it's about relationships, it's might be a decision like for the queen. If it's about Mm -hmm. sort of a place that can be a sort of, uh, this sort of hack, but generally, like, yeah, keep it small and like just have yeah. have a simple concept, and then like think about the best way that like the mechanics can like help tell the story of that concept, and like, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, just do what you're used to as well. Like, if there's sort of some type of sort of game that you sort of enjoy playing, like generally sort of writing into that, like writing a space for a game that doesn't if you're like oh i like this sort of story and it's like just write a game that's like very specifically built for that very specific thing like you know my most recent game that released this hark the beast is based off of a specific episode of mobile suit gundam in which i was like that's really cool and I was just like, what if I wrote a game that basically just tells the story of that one episode? Which, you know, it's one in which it sort of focuses a bit more on, like, some people who are trying to, like, stop a sort of giant incoming super weapon. And it was like, well, what sort of mechanics work for that? What do I want to do that? What do I yeah. want to focus on? I want to focus on the relationships. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm going to have more rules about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of, I want it to be a tragic story. I want it basically to be impossible to win. And so I was like, okay, I'll set up an dice system that basically gets harder as things go on and yeah and it's just yeah. though that maybe mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of stuff but it can just come down to you sort of have your a concept and a mechanic and it's like making the mechanic and the concept sort of work sort of nicely together is sort of just mm-hmm. what yeah. game design is especially for like yeah. a little if yeah. you're writing like a little uh fairly small <laughs> game like this yeah yeah, avoid writing a fantasy heartbreak for a game jam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one other piece of advice um, is to confront your urge to edit while you write. <laughs> um, and that's that's just general writing advice, really. But um, I find it super duper useful uh, to just like basically have a conversation with myself on the page about what I'm thinking about or what I'm writing, like for um, the game I started working on for this 
jam. I just listed the attributes I wanted this game to have. Um, mm -hmm. And some of them didn't end up sticking around um, or won't end up sticking around. But I knew I wanted some kind of weird mechanic. So I just like listed like, am I going to use like a D100? Am I going to use like some kind of spinner? Am I going to use, you know, like, you know, and then like being like, well, I don't want to use too many dice tables because I've been using a lot of dice tables lately, <laughs> you know, and just like typing all that stuff out and then just like continuing to move on. Um, and then it st starts to take shape. I mean, that's what works for me, but I think what um, will always work <laughs> or what can always <laughs> hang someone up is if you keep trying to like rehash uh, one point before you move on to the next point if you want one mm -hmm. piece to work perfectly before you do the next thing because um, just with like writing a story you might end up cutting that bit that you spent three hours on uh, if you had just you know gotten 15 minutes or you know <laughs> 500 words later um, you would have realized that that scene didn't make any sense or that yeah. mechanic didn't make any sense or whatever mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't how you wanted to approach the game uh, so yeah I would just I like to just like messily get everything out and then start refining it um, into something that somebody else could read <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually starting to run low on time. It's been, we've been going for a little bit now. Um, and <laughs> we've had that advice section since this is such a different episode and people are going to be working under a bit of a time crunch for, for this. What do you two do to help keep yourselves on track while working on a project that has a deadline? Um, my first step is to become obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> helps a lot. <laughs> and then, I mean, really, it's it's that. I mean, that's true. I made a joke, but it's mm -hmm. also real. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. how. <laughs> 100%. Once an idea latches on, I just, like, keep pushing it. Um, but the other thing that makes that possible and helps me stay in that is sharing my progress, like, I shared the name of it with, with Vivian and, and um, my good friend Cameron, who um, I, uh, you know, wrote, the, wrote another game with, um, and, uh, and them being excited about <laughs> just the, the silly name I'm giving the, the game and then the, the general um, just, like, kind of uh, bad elevator pitch I had so far um, helps me be more excited about the game myself um uh, where if i didn't have anybody to share that with then i would just be like i don't know maybe this is fine <laughs> you know um so i guess like share with people um uh whether that's us or you know if you know other people who like games you can yeah. share with them the progress that you're making or like hey i came up with this thing where you I don't know. It's a goblin food fight game, and uh, <laughs> I just figured out what happens if you uh, find a watermelon and can throw a whole watermelon at somebody else. Um, <laughs> you know, something like that. You know, and like they'll be like, you know, <laughs> what happens? 
know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and they will be excited to you know find people who want to engage with you about your game and the nice thing is with this game jam is uh that's built in so <laughs> we're we're here you don't have to you don't have to go searching if you don't already know people we're 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 right there yeah i think that's so good good advice yeah i would say that i'm definitely like not over editing is a big thing just try and get something that looks like a sort of first draft sort of have like mm-hmm. have something in which you're like have an idea of like how a complete game would work and like don't edit it and you'll be like have something start to finish you'll be like okay i know the setup you do this i know to like play the game you, you do this four times or whatever and then at the end you do this and you sort of have that and then yeah that can sort of and also don't be afraid to jump around if you have an idea of a good ending we can mm-hmm. write that first uh i have very mm-hmm. like scattershot approach to these things uh, I think, yeah, just, like, sharing stuff and be like... And also, if you... I'm... What am I saying? I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you... Yeah, just... Get stuff done bit by bit. Like, write whatever you can. Get a first draft quickly. Edit it a bit. Um, for a game jam, you don't... You can sort of do like self-play tests for a lot of sort of games and just like, okay, well, test like a little bit. Don't run a full game, run like a section of it and be like, okay, this works. Mm. And then Mm -hmm. um, as long as you're, it doesn't need to be perfectly mechanically tweaked for a game jam, especially as long as it's sort of playable. It's pretty good. And then, yeah, yeah, don't be a, don't get overly, oh, that's a good one. Don't get overly bogged down in stuff like layout too early on. Mm. like mm. also again it's for a game jam people know that you're sort of doing it a limited time span like it doesn't need to look beautiful i think like the ultimate thing is that like that the it's creating the game it's thinking about like design and like mechanics and obviously like layout mm-hmm. and stuff is very important and like is a thing mm-hmm. is part of design is like how you present that information to the reader slash the player slash whatever but yeah. uh yeah for something like this like you it's the point of the game is sort of like, don't think about that other stuff too much. Just sort of focus on the sort of bits that need doing in order for it yeah. to be a game. Yeah. And so, yeah, which is, I hate that I'm using uh, terminology that I use in, at work t- at times. But, like, I think the idea of, like, a minimum viable product from mm-hmm. which, God, project... Mm-hmm. Fuck project management. Um, but, like, you know, the sort of minimal... The thing with, like, the absolute least amount of stuff in it that can yeah. be, like, considered, mm-hmm. like, a working thing is often, like, a really nice thing to be thinking after. I mean, like, oh, I want this, but, like, if I didn't have it, it would still kind of work. So maybe I can not mm-hmm. think about doing that. Yeah. I mean, if you just have a, a Google Doc, you export it to a PDF... You know, and you just like left one of the pages with just the title on it or something like that's that's great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's fine. Um, you can submit that. Um, you know, after I didn't Google Docs, but that's <laughs> you know, yeah. it's easy. What most of us do, and we have the um, <laughs> yeah, art is. in the community tab as well. That yes has been oh, so yes. beautifully uh-huh, drawn uh-huh. and made available to you for use. So yeah. if you just want to stick one of those in there, 
half a funny little guy. Yeah. And there you go. Slap one of them on your cover. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. You can't have Slurpee Steve, but the rest of them are good. <laughs> Weston has claimed Slurpee Steve. <laughs> Nobody else can have them. <laughs> Vivian's dibbed the Grinky Girls. That's why they aren't present. <laughs> Weston, Vivian, thank you so much for joining me. Where can people find out more about both view your work and sign up to join Slurpee Steve and the Grinky Girls present Mud and Gunk and Dirt, a tabletop jam by Goblins for Goblins? <laughs> it's a mouthful, but it's fun to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm um, on the internet, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, as brave run underscore underscore um, and uh, on itch at brave run dot itch dot io um, the game jam that we've been talking about today um, is at itch dot io slash jam slash mud dash gunk dash dirt <laughs> yeah it's a winning combo I'm Vivian. I'm also been known to be on the internet from time to time. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ocean1212 underscore W. Uh, my itch is genderphage, G-E-N-D-E-R-P-H-A-G-E dot itch .io. And yeah, well, you can get both of our itches from, from the Game Jam page itself. We'll be posting... Mm -hmm. It around Twitter and the like when it appears, which it will be will when have. this episode is released. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Come and come and play in the dirt, please. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> am really excited about this. I would love to see some people who have been background listeners in the community come out and make stuff, and maybe even eventually bring them onto the show to talk about these things i'm really excited yeah. to see yeah it would be it would be rad it would be so cool i'm really excited to see the stuff that comes out of this like so so yeah. excited and if you're already part of role plus bond and you're listening to this you know these two very well <laughs> and if not and you are friends at the table fan Go join Role Plus Bond. I really, I don't talk a lot in there, but I really like it. Y'all are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are so good. So Zach, quick question for you: mm -hmm. What are what are the chances that that uh, you'll submit a game to this little old jam? <laughs> Actually, pretty good. I'm I'm gonna try and write something. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could do a, a self interview. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fucking weird. <laughs> so, Zach, the tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> you just gotta pitch your voice like up and onto for like a vocal. Yeah. It'd be great. Oh, all those voice acting lessons are coming to fruition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited. As always, audience, all of the links that we talked about just a moment ago, like maybe two, three minutes ago, those are going to be in the description down below. Join this game jam and let's have some fun. Go play in the dirt. Weston's already launched some stuff. Vivian's already launched some stuff. And if you're listening to this on release, Slurpy Steve is about to launch with the Grinky Girls. So go join the game jam. Take care of yourselves. Have a good night and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Goodbye. See ya. Thank you so much to Weston and Vivian for coming onto the show this week to talk about Slurpy Steve and the Grinky Girls present Mud and Gunk and Dirt, a Goblin Game Jam. I know it's a bit of a weirder episode for some of you, but honestly, we'd love to see you join this game jam and talk with you about it. I have been hard at work getting myself started and trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing with mine. Let's just say it involves some documentary stuff, White Wilderness from Disney. If you know what that is, you can kind of guess what might happen but honestly there's some amazing creators out there in this community and i would love to see those of you who haven't given design a shot joining them the game jam officially starts on may 1st but you can pre-sign up using the link below to the itch game jam page i'll also be posting about it on release on twitter please spread the word where you can if you like this episode and want to hear more let us know somewhere on the internet Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Also, it's the best way to get more people involved in creating some truly amazing games. So get out there, share this, talk about it. It's going to be silly. It's going to be fun. Come join us in the dirt. Until then, take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye.